Whether you are in the room with us or watching online, welcome to Echo Sunday Service. And happy birthday, Echo! We made it, y'all. Mm -hmm. One whole year! <laughs> and I can honestly say we could have never predicted what this last year looked like. But man, I am thankful to be here. I am thankful for this amazing church filled with incredible people. And we just have a lot to celebrate today. So join us. We will be at Central Park, just one block east of the castle, from 11.30 to 1 p.m. There will be food trucks. There will be music. A little something for the kids. We can't wait to celebrate with you. Yes, and now a rundown and kind of what to expect today. We're going to start with the most amazing band ever. We're super biased here, but it's totally fine. We're going to listen to a message, and then we're going to have a time of response. It's all going to take about 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. So if you're unable or not quite ready for public gatherings, it's all good. We got you. Online services will continue as we start to regather. So kids' online service will be premiering at 9 a.m., and then Sunday service will be premiering at 10 a.m. We have online hosts that are going to be available for questions and comments throughout the whole service. And as you can imagine, regathering in the new location after the craziness of these last six months is no easy walk in the park. We need all the help we can get. We know Sundays can be stressful and getting your whole family to church or it's trying to stay awake after a night shift, but there are so many different serving opportunities whether it's throughout the week or on Sundays. If you want to take the next step in serving the church and community, shoot us an email. We would love to get you plugged in to an awesome team that will honestly do life with you. Yes, and now let's talk about tables. So these are Echo's small groups, and a table is just simply a place that we can gather. It offers a place of intentional relationships, of service, of healing, and of hope. It's, of course, fun too. Fun. Can't miss that. Um, so, <laughs> you know, if your life is lacking any of these areas, Echo Tables, man, it's where it's all at. Mm -hmm. Join us today, experience real community, head over to our website and sign up for a table. Now, Echo would not be where we are today without your continued generosity. Getting into a semi-permanent location took a lot of work, a lot of prayer, and a good chunk of change. If you are looking for a practical way to give today, pay for those sweet little black chairs that you're sitting in. Heck, be crazy and pay for your friend's chair too. Each chair was $30, and I fully believe we can have these practical, for the most part comfortable, slick looking chairs paid for today with a little help from the behinds that are sitting at home. <laughs> you can give two ways. Head to our website or my personal favorite, text any amount to 84321, your body thinks. And don't forget, come celebrate with us at Central Park. We can't wait to see all you guys there. Air five! And it's in Ephesians 6. It says, be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help that you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's over, but the shouting that you'll still be on your feet. Amen. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith. Salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential to, in going through warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And when I read that this morning, I just thought, amen, that is what Echo Church is, that God is calling us to be prayerful people, to see each other, to help lift each other up, and just to give God 
everything we're going through. And so I would just love to open in prayer. You can stand with me as we enter into worship. Jesus, we come to you right now and I thank you for these amazing people. I thank you for them saying yes to giving you the next 45 minutes, God. I pray that this will help equip us in our week, in our thoughts, in everything that's going on. I pray that we can give you what we're going through, God. You already know it, but just that verbal recognition of us giving you our burdens, God. I pray that you will lift them. I pray that we can praise your name today, God. I pray that we can give you the glory. Even that we are standing here today, God, that is a miracle. And we just give you the next 45 minutes. In Jesus' holy name, amen.
before you, God. Oh, Jesus. There's nothing that we've done. We come just as we are, God.
grateful that we can stand in your promises that you never let us down. Amen. Now what? What's up online community? I just want to let you know that we are in a now what type of moment. In fact, I remember going off to college in my 1984 Toyota Corolla hatchback. It had such bad struts. It was, it was as if I had a bunch of hydraulics. I remember going to high school and picking up people at the front door and then I would just like tap my brakes and I had some hydraulics and I was jamming to Snoop Dougie. Duh. But that's not the story I want to tell you. I want to tell you, uh, when I was driving away in that packed 1984 Toyota Corolla hatchback, I remember I was leaving everything I knew. I was leaving everyone I knew. I was in this transitional moment, and really, as I was sitting there crying, I was asking myself this question, now what? Where do I go from here? I was leaving a city that I grew up in, 18 years in the same home, and the same family, shout out to my mom and dad, always sponsored and loved by you. Uh, and, and that's what I want to talk about today. I want to lean in today and just talk about that now what moment that we have. And I want to lean into a moment in Israel and I want to connect the dot, connect the dots to when Jesus was baptized. Is anybody related or am I just the only weirdo here? You know, you get in the car and like things have changed. Now we've gone through those moments here and I believe this is a changing moment and it is just really important for us to begin to ask, now what? And so the last few weeks we talked about Noah and the ark and the first thing he did when he walked out of the ark was this, he chose to worship. Not because he was told to, but because he got to. And I'm just wondering if Echo Church can be that type of people where, man, it doesn't matter if our situations are going on. We're going to give Jesus the glory, Jesus the honor, and Jesus the praise, and let him reflect his goodness through us. And then we looked at Gideon. I loved how Scott closed it last week. He, he said, hey, man, this, this, and again, in the Bible, it says you can't use the word fool. So I had to confront him. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but he said, this fool, man, if, if he can make it in the Bible, man, I feel pretty good about myself. And he is that kind of guy in scripture. And I couldn't agree with Scott more. Uh, but really, the, the thing that we learned from Gideon last week is that he taught us after a now what moment is to take someone with us and to encourage us on the way. So first, it's to be a people of prayer, like Christy had mentioned earlier, to be a people of worship. But then second, let's take some people with us. Can I hear an Amen. And now I just want to lean into Joshua and actually Matthew chapter three. And so if you have your Bibles, open up to those things. And I want to connect the dots between what's happening in Israel and then 1,500 years later when Jesus gets baptized. 
It's a big stretch. This is a long message. It's gonna be beautiful. Uh, Joshua 1, 9, I'm joking, it's not that long. Uh, Joshua 1, it says this. It says, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, he said, Moses, my servant is dead. It's that what the moment. And then right after that, it says, now then. And we're in a series right now that is called Now What? This is Joshua's now what moment. How is he going to respond? Where is he going to go from here? And this is what happens. The Lord uh, it says this. It says, get up and get ready to cross the Jordan River. Remember the Jordan River here because that's the dot we're going to connect with Jesus eventually. Cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to the Israelites. Now, if you can imagine Moses and Joshua, they've been near this river for about 40 years. The what the moment happens, uh, Moses dies, and now Joshua's coming into the scene. And, and, and God says to him, it's time for you to cross that river that you've been staring at for 40 years. Verse five, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Cordy, you're gonna wanna mess with that because that's gonna keep dinging. Y'all texting me right now, is that what's happening? So shut off notifications, good luck. Uh, verse five, it says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. So God looks at Joshua and says, so as I was with Moses, I will be with you. And I love this promise that he tells Joshua. And I believe we need to hear this. I believe those that are watching online needs to hear this. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And let's claim that just at the moment. And say, God, you know what? Through the ups and downs in life, we are just leaning into that promise that you say that you're always going to be by my side. And I also believe that we serve a God that leads us, that's in front of us, and that there's a God, the same God, right behind us, watching our back. And that's the God we get to serve, man. That just excites me. And then he says this, be strong and courageous. Come on. I know you woke up this morning, you looked at the mirror, and you said, I am smart. I am good looking. I can do this. Sometimes there's those moments where we just got to pep talk ourselves, but there's another moment where God wants to do that for us. And he wants to look at us today as we're taking this transitional turn and say, be strong and be courageous for you will cause these people to inherit the land that I swore your forefathers that I would give them. See, I just want to tell you this, is how we respond in this now what moment will determine the future of our children. The future of the church in Rochester at large. The future of families in the city. And God is calling us to be faithful in this very moment. And so the question I have for you today, it's pretty simple. Who are you living for beyond your little six foot bubble? I mean, I know I can live for myself really well. I know I can meet my needs. I can take care of my worries. I can take care of everything in this six-foot bubble, but I believe God is calling us to step it up and reach out beyond the six. Can I hear an amen? 
So here's the deal. God repeats this again in verse seven because I think he really does need to encourage Joshua. I think he is kind of like a Gideon type of guy. And he says, be strong and very courageous. And then he says this, he changes it. He says, be very careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left that you might be successful wherever you go. God is trying to remind and he, uh, Joshua that, guess what? As I lead you, keep your focus. Keep, keep your focus on me. Don't lose track. And as I just mentioned, God is not only beside us, he's in front of us and he desires to lead us, but it's so easy to get distracted. A commentator says this, God is, is preparing Joshua and Israel to make them battle ready. And he starts with this, he says, he begins with this, he says, be strong, be bold, and stay focused. Will you look at your neighbor, your family that you're sitting next to, because that's all you get to sit next to today. Be strong, be bold, be courageous, I'll add another one, and stay focused, Andy. And what happens in this story is they cross into the promise. And I just wanna say this, you know what's crazy? Moses, this saint, this like super spiritual dude, this spiritual giant, what he couldn't do, which was lead the people in Israel, and aid did. Moses the saint, Moses the super spiritual dude, okay? He could not get the people to cross the Jordan River. His, his aid, his assistant of his assistant, Joshua had that opportunity. This is Dwight Schrute leading him across the river. I just want to tell you this. Don't downplay your simple obedience because your faithfulness in the midst of failures, in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of the lack of title that you might have in your life will set you up to win. Will set you up to win. Don't downplay simple obedience. So th this is the now what moment. And I'm just wondering if we can be this type of people, this type of church. I believe Echo Church is supposed to be called. We're supposed to be creative and we're supposed to be courageous. That's the church that we need to be. Now, this is where I want to connect the dots. 1,500 years later, Jesus is at the Jordan River. He's walking up to something that's going on. And, and what's happening culturally in Jesus's day is the society and the culture has crumbled. It's in the shambles. It's in kind of a shade and it's under severe leadership. And what we do is we read another what now or now what moment. In Matthew 3, it says this, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be immersed by John. But this is what you need to hear. But John tried to stop him. Collective gasp. <gasps> Jesus, the Savior, is coming to the Jordan to be baptized by John. And John says, no. Can we relate to John just for a moment? I mean, this is what I want to tell you today. Follow Jesus long enough that at some point you're going to come to a turn, a fork, a Y, and Jesus is going to say, take a left, and you're going to want to take a right. And I think that's where following Jesus just, I mean, that's the rubber meets 
the road. And this is where John is. And John is in the wilderness because he's pushing against the religious order, man. He's, he's, he, he's left an inherent opportunity to serve in the temple, but he decides to live out in the desert, in the wilderness. He is an Enneagram 8. Can I hear an amen if you're an 8 in the house here? Yeah, we rule the world. No, okay. That's, he's a clear visionary. He's a profound spiritual leader. And if there was a man that would tell Jesus, no, John might be the guy that could get away with it. And John says to Jesus, he says, are you coming to me? Because I ought to be immersed by you. And verse 15, it says, Jesus answered him, let it be this way now, because we do you hear the we? I mean, I can get emotional because that's what it is. It's God in us. Jesus in us. He says, let it be this way because we should do everything righteousness requires. John had reason. He had a religious backbone. He had a relationship with Jesus. And this is the pivotal moment is he gonna stop Jesus or is he gonna allow Jesus to have his way? And this is what it says, John let him. Just as Moses, just as Gideon had their now what moments, this is John's and it's a simple, it's obey, obey Jesus. And I'm just wondering if we can be careful to obey just as John let him, just as Joshua allowed God to lead him, I believe our now what moment has a lot to do with surrender. And I'm gonna say this kind of funny, but I honestly think you'll get the point. I think it's time for us to stop stopping Jesus. <laughs> he's asking us to do certain things and, and maybe he's been impressing certain actions in our life or certain changes. And I'm just wondering, can we stop stopping Jesus? See, I have this philosophy that as we follow Jesus and as we continue to follow Jesus, and if we do it long enough, he'll eventually lead us to a turn or he'll actually ask us to take a step that we're not completely comfortable with. And my question today is this, is will we still follow? And I think we have to be honest. A lot of us, we just haven't done that well. And I think this is a moment where we can repent. Now, I know that's a really big spiritual term, uh, but I believe repentance is this acknowledgement that we've been heading in a wrong direction and we choose today to follow Jesus. We choose to be obedient, to, to take a turn that God wanted us to take in the first place. And I, I heard this the other day and I just wanna just throw it out there to you. Revival doesn't start without repentance. See, I believe rest restoration won't happen without repentance. Because I think as long as we try to do it our way, that hinders God to do it his way. I'm just wondering, would we be committed to obeying God's voice, his voice, his word, hear his words, to, to read his word? See, I believe as society is getting reacclimated back to its normal or its new normal, I'm just wondering if we're gonna lose the focus that we gained in quarantine.
That as the world begins to present all those things that were just so, uh, you know, flashy and bright and glittery, that this moment, the biggest scare, I guess, that I have as a pastor is that we begin to focus on the things that don't matter as much as Jesus and what he has for your calling, the creativity that he's birthed in you and the courage that he's placing in us right now. So Jesus, as he walks into the Jordan River, as soon as Jesus was immersed, he came up out of the water. And and a moment afterwards, he saw the skies in heaven open and the spirit of God coming down upon him. And a voice from heaven said this, this is my son whom I love and I am well pleased. I gotta tell you this in a message that sounds like work, it's all about grace before you take that, that first step, God is pleased with you. Why? Because you are a son and you are a daughter of God. You're not an accident. You were never a mistake. You were never a mistake. You're not an afterthought. You're on the forefront of what God is thinking about. And he desires to bring you back and have a relationship with you and as you are sitting in this room today, Echo, as we get to gather, as some people are scattered, uh, we just understand that there are people who are far from God. You wanna know God, and that can happen simply by what Jesus has done. We at Echo, we believe that God invites us into a relationship, and the easiest way to start a relationship with him, it's not the end all, it's just a start, it's just a Simply prayer, pray a simple prayer. So we're gonna invite you to do that with us today, with those that are gathered. Can we pray? The words are on the screen. Let's pray. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name, in his authority. And everybody says, amen. And Jesus, today, for those that are here, God, I just ask that you would do your work. God, as we take a moment to respond, as we take a moment to consider our obedience, God, as we lean in to hear your voice, God, I just ask that you would bring clarity. God, you would bring courage, that God, you would define our calling. And God, that you would birth that creativity and that we would just admit the sonship and us as daughters, your people. God, how you're pleased with us and with that great pleasure that you have in us, we return it and say, Jesus, be worshiped be lifted high, be honored in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. I'm caught up in your presence, and I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. You guys can stand if you want to worship with us. Oh, I'm not here for blessings. 
And Jesus, you don't owe me anything And more than anything that you can do I just want you And I'm sorry When I've just gone through the motions I'm sorry When I just sang another song Or take me back to where it started I opened up my heart
God, we are so honored to be in your presence today. God, we are so blessed to know you and serve you. God, challenge us and call us into who you are. You are so good and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been a a challenging season, right? It's been a challenging time. And I want you guys to think for a second. When Pastor Andy was talking about John the Baptist out there, right, in the water, And Jesus walks up and like, hey, I need you to do this thing. Like, I'm calling you to do this thing. And what's John's response? No, I'm good. I think think maybe you should do it. When Moses gets called, Jesus, or God's like, hey, do this thing. I got this big plan for you. And what's Moses' response? No, I'm good. I think there's somebody else who can do it better. And I know for me personally, it's easier for me to believe that God has big plans for your life and your life and your life. And God wants to do big things through you. And And sometimes I believe in myself. Come on, be honest, right? We feel that way sometimes. It's why it's so important that we are in this room together. It's why it's so important that we are in community together. It's why it's so important that we are in contact. We are talking to each other. We are supporting each other. Because if I believe in myself, but some other people come alongside and are like, hey, you got this. It makes a huge, huge difference. I don't know about you guys, but I like celebrating. So I want to give you guys a couple things that I want to celebrate. One is, let's celebrate anybody who said that prayer with Pastor Andy for the first time or the first time in a long time. Come on. Man, that's awesome. That's so awesome. If that was you, would you guys do us a favor? Would you just text the word rescue to 97,000 or would you email us? We want to connect with you. We want to know you. We want to walk with you. Another thing I want to celebrate is this. Now, Again, I know the last six months, man, it's been nuts. Can I tell you something to celebrate? More than 30 new churches were planted because of you guys over the last six months. Because of you guys. Your faithfulness. God is doing huge things through you. Now, what we want to encourage you to do is continue to be faithful. Continue to see God move. Continue to see God put us in place we never dreamed we could be. The idea of of 30 new churches starting in the last six months blows me away. And I believe that God is only beginning. Now, at Echo, we believe in being faithful. If you have the means and you have the ability to give, would you do it? Would you do it in one of three ways? Would you text? Would you text 8431, the amount you want to give? Would you go online to our website? And then also in person, we've got the generosity boxes back there. We've got the giving stations back there. Uh, it's a box on the way in and a box on your way out. We're trying to be sensitive to everybody, but also know a lot. Of, some people want to give in person. And we are excited about what's God, what God's going to do through those seeds going forward. God is up to big things, and we hope you guys are excited. We hope you're ready for big things. Now, with this week, I want to tell you three really important things, and I try to say these every week. Echo, you are awesome. Echo, be kind. And the last one's just for this week, but skull. Let's go. Woo! Have an awesome week, you guys.